Your girl is a homebody, so one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch, and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is, though, that I don't want to drink wine all the time because, though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that. So, to help fill that gap, I've been enjoying Recess Mood as a guilt-free way to unwind. Recess Mood really is a vibe y'all there are only 20 calories per serving no added sugar and it's infused with stuff i like including mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens which really helps me to relax after a high energy day recess mood has four delicious flavors to choose from my personal fave is strawberry rose if one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol this is the way Give Recess Mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Hey, hey, what's going on? Welcome back to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree Mitchell. I am the host of the show. I am also a self-care coach as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care. Happy Monday. I'm so glad that you took the time to press play on this episode. I really do hope you are having an amazing start to your week if you are listening first thing Monday morning. Um, so let's just go ahead and talk about it, honey. I want to talk about the confirmation hearings. I, I, I do. Because there were some things that, and I'm sure a lot of us picked up on the same things. Some of them were just very blatantly obvious, but there were some things that I picked up on or wanted to just kind of say lessons learned that I wanted to share um, from a corporate sense, if that makes sense. Because obviously, Judge Jackson Brown was or is attempting to get this powerful position. And to me, watching the hearings, it was it just it just took me back to my time in corporate America. And I'm not equating what I did selling furniture, okay, anywhere near the same level of what she, um, her education, her skill set, or any of that kind of stuff. But I I noticed just some similarities, and I just wanted to address some things, if that's okay. And I'm hoping that these three or four takeaways that I have for you will help you, especially if you are in a corporate type environment. If you are nine to fiving right now and you're just, you know, going through some things, if you know what I mean, on the job and you just need a little support, you need to be seen, you know, I just want to let you know that I see you. And I, and I see or I saw the similarities in some of the stuff that I went through when I was in a corporate position and just her, that very brief experience um, that she had to endure for the three or four days during the confirmation hearing. So let's go ahead and talk about that, okay? All right. And man, oh man, I, I think what I want to do is... Um, I just had this thought, I, thinking about Katanji, I, I just wanted to say some things directly to her. Um, like if I could say three things to her, what would they be? I think I'm going to record a separate podcast episode and throw that on Patreon um, for Patreon subscribers. So I have to make a note to self that I want to record something like that. So let's go ahead and, and let's talk about it. 
I have three or four points. So the first thing that I, if you're in a corporate position, okay, one of the things you need to know that I, I wanted to address in this podcast is that you you got to know what you're up against so that you can prepare yourself. You got you to gotta know what the game is. We all know that for us, honestly, it, 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 it's a game. It's a game. And we got to know how to play it. And we do know how to play it. We do, know how, we, we do have to know how to play it. And we do know how to play it for the most part. And it's unfortunate, that, unfortunate excuse me, that this is the case, but this is the case. Let's be real about it. Let's, let's just call a spade a spade. Let's be real about it. So I can tell you that if you are in a corporate type environment right now, or if you ever will be, and you want to go into another position, another role, you want to raise, you want to, you know, just do something in your career that will elevate you or launch you into your next you got to know firsthand what you're up against so that you can prepare yourself. You please understand, and I know you know this, but it, I have to say it. Please understand that Judge Jackson Brown was obviously extremely prepared and she already knew what it was. She already knew what it was. Like when David <laughs> was going up against Goliath, I got to take it back to the Bible, okay? He knew what it was. He 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 knew exactly what was to go down and so you have to prepare yourself it's unfortunate but you know this is true for us for black women we've got to be 10 steps ahead when people are on their first step we got to be on step 10 15 20 we always have to be thinking strategically and thinking ahead long term and we have to see the world including our jobs from this lens as a black woman because there are just so many different obstacles that other people will not experience because they either are not a woman and or they are not black and or they are not a black woman so again if you're in a corporate position right now or you want to get into a corporate position or you want to elevate yourself you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just go in blind. You got to know what you're up against. And you got to be able to prepare yourself. And I would imagine the preparation that she endured to even get to the confirmation hearings. Now, I do I do not claim to be an expert. I mean, obviously, she was extremely and overly qualified. Isn't that always the case? But she was extremely qualified, obviously, highly intelligent. Like these things I don't even need to mention because we already know that. But I'm just talking about the preparation part. I would imagine she had been, excuse me, preparing for these hearings. I wouldn't even say days. I wouldn't say weeks. I would imagine months and months and months of preparation just for the three or four days of questioning that she had to endure. So again, as someone that is looking to elevate themselves, you got to prepare. And not only do you need to prepare yourself, just for example, like the questions or whatever it is that will be the equivalent for you, you got to prepare yourself 
physically and spiritually too. Like you got to be able to, you got to gird your loins, <laughs> if that makes sense. You got to, you got to like gear up spiritually, emotionally, mentally, so that you can go through whatever that process is that you got to go through. And so that takes time. It takes time and it takes practice, repeated practice. So that's the first thing that I want to say that we just have to over prepare. We have to over prepare ourselves. So you got to know what you're up against. You got to know what game you're playing, right? And, and, and also understand that it's not a fair game that you will be playing. You would think, okay, we're playing checkers, for example, or we're playing Uno. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Uno because, you know, we have flipped many a table playing Uno, right? <laughs> so in Uno, you, well, I'm sure you don't think this any anymore, but just go with me. So you're thinking in Uno, everybody's going to be, be playing fair, but that's just not the case. It's just not the case. And I can tell you, if you play Uno against me, I'm trying to whoop you up. So I will hold on to every, every draw two, draw four, <laughs> reverse card that I can. So I can <laughs> slam them on the table respectfully <laughs> so I can win this game. Now I'm making light of the situation, but I'm saying like, you got to know that there are people out there that do not want to see you win. They do not want to see you successful. They do not want to see you get ahead. And they're going to throw every reverse card, every draw two, every draw four, every skip. Don't even get me started on the skip card. Huh. They're going to throw all them cards your way. And you got to be able to be, you, you have to be prepared for that. Not just physically, but also spiritually and emotionally. Because in my, in my humble opinion, what she went through was a bit of an attack. It was a bit of an attack. And so you have to, and I, and I know she knew that going in. And it's unfortunate that she had to be prepared for that. But that's what it is. That's what it is. So that's number one. Know what you're up against that you can prepare yourself, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the second thing that I would say is, or that I want to address is that you got to, how can I say this? Like, you got to know going in that you have the right to do what makes sense for you. You have the right to do what makes sense for you when you are going into this situation. Now, I'm not saying go into the situation with fear, but if that's how you feel, like for example, I think it's okay to feel fear, but what I'm working through is putting myself in situations so that I work through that fear because I don't want my fear to stop me. And I'm not saying that she did that in any way. Obviously, she she didn't. But I'm saying if if she was too afraid to continue forward, you know what? That is her right. Just like it was her right to move forward, it's also her right to say, you know what? I, I don't feel comfortable doing this and I don't want to do it. I'm glad that she didn't. But I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that you... Here's the thing. I feel like black women we have so much pressure on us and 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 we know that the things that we do they 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 have an impact they have an impact and so sometimes we're like you know what I don't even want to do this but I know that if I for example let's see um 
if I take this role in management, I know that down the line, I'm going to be able to um, help other black women get hired uh, at this job too, for example. Okay. But, but the point I'm trying to make is that you have the right to do what makes sense for you. Because a lot of times we end up sacrificing ourselves. And I know that uh, Judge Jackson Brown, she did this because, I'm sure, for a variety of reasons. And clearly this is what she wanted to do. But I would have still respected her, for example, if she thought about it and she was like, you know what? I don't want to I don't want to do this. I have changed my mind. Like I think that's what I'm trying to say is that it's your right to change your mind. You don't have to do things because like for for example, you don't have to do things just for the culture. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like seriously? If something seems too good to be true, do some digging before you invest your time, energy, or money. This is why when it comes to my health, I use Ritual because they know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our high standards. Their clinically backed essential for women 18 plus multivitamin has high quality traceable key ingredients in clean, bioavailable forms. These multivitamins are gentle on my stomach and are so easy for me to take. It's crucial that I trust what I'm putting into my body. So I love that Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, which is a huge deal. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash self-care. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash self-care for 25% off. Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey, and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. I know we do a lot of things for the culture. I know that we do a lot of things to support the community. I know, for example, me, I do a lot of things. I try to support other black women and doing all these things. But we don't have to do that all the time. It is okay for you to prioritize yourself, your health. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that you're good. You, it is okay for you to do what makes sense for you. So let's go back to you. For example, let's say you're in a corporate environment situation and you're like, mm, you know what? 
there's a job coming up. There's a job coming up and I'm going to apply for it. But then after you think about what's involved, if you say, you know what, this doesn't work for me. I don't want to play this game. I'm just going to do X, Y, Z instead. I decide I'm not, I don't want to move forward with this. That's your right. And no one has permission to, to label you in such a way where you will feel bad about that decision. Does that make sense? I hope that the way that I'm saying it is making sense because how I'm thinking it makes sense to me. But you have the right to do what makes sense for you. And I'll even say, I'll take it a step further. Let's say that Judge Jackson Brown um, decided during the questioning, which was absolutely ridiculous, um for some of the time that she was there. What if she decided to um, flip a table? Like what if she, like literally she stood up and decided to flip a table. (laughs) You know what? She had the right to do that. She had the right to do that. It is okay for you to do what makes sense for you. We get these labels. We we always get labeled as like the angry black woman, the attitudinal black woman. The fact that she had to sit there with a smile on her face. I went back and watched the Kavanaugh, uh, what's it called? Confirmation hearing. I think that was what, about four or five years ago. I don't recall the exact date. That one I did watch. The one bef- after that, the one in between Kavanaugh and Brown, uh, what's her name? Amy Barrett or something like that. That was from a few years ago. I didn't really have much interest in that one, I'll be honest with you. But I did go back and watch a little bit. I can tell you that they did what made sense for them. And they didn't get all these crazy labels. In fact, Kavanaugh, uh, at one point, he was hella mad. I forget exactly why. But he went in there with righteous anger or self-righteous anger. And you know what? It was okay. I didn't read anything in the press, unless I missed it, that labeled him as this angry, you know, like this trope, like this angry, bitter person. However, when uh, Judge Brown did her confirmation, literally this woman sat there with a smile on her face most of the time. And when she had to pause and take a breath, because I know, you you know when she was just like, okay, <laughs> y'all doing a little too much. And she took that pause and that sigh before she answered the question, but she still remained like cool, calm, and collected. We go, uh, what's his name? Trump has the gall, the audacity, the white privilege to sit up there and label her as angry. I forget exactly what he said. He said that about um, Kamala too, or uh, uh, VP Harris labeled her angry about something. But if she would have flipped that table, she would have been justified for to do so, okay? That's how I feel about it. How, in fact, she did not, that was great, <laughs> But had she done so, that would have been great too. And regardless of what she chose to do, it all would have been justified. So I hope you understand me when I say that you have the right to do what makes sense for you. Okay. Uh, The third thing that I wanted to address is I just want you to know 
that when you choose to assert yourself in the office, in your nine to five, in, 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 in um, your corporate job or whatever, when you choose to assert yourself, oh, please believe this. There are going to be tantrums and tears um, happening all up in twixt that environment, right? There are going to be tantrums and tears, okay? And I just want you to know that that's not your problem. That is not your problem to fix. If someone, let's say, for example, you, let's say again, let's go back to the, like, again, she had the right to flip a table if she wanted to, okay? But she didn't. How she didn't, I don't know. But had she done so, folks giving her that label, like angry black woman and bitter black woman, like whatever. Oh, I think he also said she was disrespectful. He called her disrespectful, y'all. What? So she's a disrespectful, angry black woman, okay? Um, so that's what he labeled her as. That's what he called her as. And again, when an, an really any black woman, but don't let this black woman be hella overqualified and smart and untouchable, okay? That's when they really got a problem. That's when you when they really shook. When that black girl magic is just on display, that's when they really shook. Because there's nothing that they can really say um, true. Anything true that they can say that's going to, like, stop your shine or stop your magic. So that's when, you know, the labels, that they, they it's like an automatic response. That's what I feel. Like, those labels are going to come out. So if you are that woman, if you are that chick, which I know you are because you're listening to the podcast right? You are that chick, right? Just don't be surprised if you notice some effery going down and in tantrums and tears, like I said. And again, that's not your problem. And that's not you. That is not permission for you to dim your light and to stop your shine and to lower yourself, right? That is not permission for for you to do that, right? That is not your problem to fix. That's their problem. That's their bias. That's their racism. That's their shenanigan. That's not you. That's not you. But I just want you to understand that. When you really just start to just be making moves like a boss and not dimming your light, like people will have a problem with that. And they're going to label you. They're going to label you. Do not shrink. Do not shrink. You hear me? So that's number three. When you assert yourself, there's going to be some problems and it's not for you to figure them out and solve them. Okay. Um, And then the last thing that I would say, and I've said this many times and you know this, like, but I have to mention it is you find your allies, find your allies right? And let them be there for you. I think a lot, or I know, I don't think, I know a lot of times, because I, I, when I'm talking to my clients or different things like that, or just people in my circle, like we feel like we cannot lean on people. You know, we, we can't rely on people. It's not safe. We don't want to be vulnerable. You know what I mean? But let me tell you, like she was, she had her squad there. She had her husband who had her back? Did you did you notice the man kept making sure she had her water cup? Like, let me take a sip of my water real quick. Hold on, I'm serious. <laughs> oh, excuse me. 
Look, I don't have a man, so ain't nobody coming here giving me no water. But <laughs> listen, her husband was there. He made sure that her, you know, she had her water cup every time. At least when I noticed her daughters were there, you know, smiling and supporting and just obviously being in awe of the dope mama. Her mama and daddy was there. Her brother, her friends was speaking up on her behalf during the, um, not the testimony, but just during the confirmation hearing. Like she had her, her squad there to support her. Let your squad support you. And, and, and if they are not supporting you, they're not your squad. They're not your people. But I can tell you that there are people that will have your back if allowed. But you have to be receptive to it. You do not have to, in, you know, go through this whole, whatever this experience is for you, you do not have to do it by yourself. You do not have to do it alone. Let your squad support you. Let your squad support you, right? So those are the four things that I wanted to address. I, I really tried not to talk about Trump and did I mention Cruz and Graham and their tantrums? I don't even recall if I did or not. It was just, it was just a, a circus. It was just, it was just ridiculous. But I wanted to just do a podcast episode specifically just about a few things that I wanted to address because I did see some correlation between just this this black woman, you know, um, that just the oh, I can't even talk. I'm so tongue tied. But people just trying to tear her down when first of all it wasn't even possible, <laughs> but that's just it seems like that's always the case for black women. It's always the case for black women. And I want you to know that this is, is the norm. It's not you. And I don't want that to deter you from moving forward and, and elevating and doing your thing. Um, I know that I said before that you have the right to do what makes sense for you. And you do, including like if you think about it and you're like, you know what? I don't want to go through this right now. I don't even, I don't have the bandwidth to even attempt this right now that also is your right but what I, I i want you to hear hear my heart when i say this is like you elevating and going through some things it's normal it's unfortunate but it's normal and i'm not even i'm not even talking about like the normal bumps i'm talking about the things that for example we experienced these embarrassing things we experienced during the confirmation hearings that's unfortunate but it's also normal. And so I don't want you to uh, experience similar things and think that you're the problem or that you're not good enough or that you're not smart enough or that, oh, maybe I am angry and I shouldn't be. No, it's not you. It's not you. And it again, it's not your problem to solve. It's not your problem to fix, Right. You, you, the thing that you need to focus on is, is just being yourself, your authentic, whole, abundant, intelligent, capable, overqualified self. That is what you focus on and not allowing anyone, no matter what, to stop you or to dim your light, to dim your shine. 
right? Because there are going to be people out there that are hell-bent on tearing you down. And you must know this. You must know this, okay? So that is it for this week's episode. I hope you found those three or four things I wanted to address helpful. Um, I want to do a special shout out to my Patreon members. Thank you so much for supporting the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Um, If you have not yet joined me on Patreon, please go to patreon.com forward slash brown girl self-care and support the podcast so that I can continue to make episodes just like this one that pour into your spirit that uh, nurture you, that support you the way that you deserve to be supported, all right? All right, so that is it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Have an abundant week. Be blessed, and I will see you on the next episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.